this is Halloween. This is Halloween. La, 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 la. We were definitely not in the correct chorus. I thought we were going to go. <laughs> Halloween, 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 and you did that, and I'm like, girl, we are not vibing together at this moment. <laughs> okay, I didn't know this was a duet. Damn, okay. Wait, I didn't know oh, her. Well, welcome to the solo thing, <laughs> but I mean, it's okay if you want to join in this. Like, we can do this. No, welcome to the podcast. <laughs> We are two geeky ladies talking about issues in our lives, relationship gossip, and occasional politics all while geeking and having fun. Let's geek! <laughs> what are you? Unicorn. Oh, that's cute! I saw it at Target and I bought it and I was like, okay. I don't know if I should keep it on. Maybe I should keep it on. I am a rocker chick, rocker goth chick. Like, hey. We're like, yeah, we're doing all of that. <laughs> and it's Halloween. Yay! <laughs> One of the most fun things to do during the year is Halloween. So what is the first thing that comes to your mind when you think of Halloween? Haunted houses, talking to spirits. <laughs> no, kidding. I don't mess with the spirits. I know, I know. That's why I said it. Honestly, honestly, when I think of Halloween immediately, my brain goes to like, okay, I'm what costume am I gonna like dress my kids in? Like I love dressing them up like little dolls. So what's your first memory of Halloween? The only thing that comes up in my mind is that I know we were kind of talking um, offline a little bit and um, my mom, you know, like the traditional mom she is, she always wanted me in like that princess costume or like she wants me to be like an angel or something like that, you know, the, the very cutesy stuff. I've always told my mom, oh, I want to be a vampire. No. I'm like, okay. Oh, mom, can I be a witch? No. You know, and she'll be like that. <laughs> and I was like, what is wrong with that? It's just like a costume. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I think that was the first one after that. Like it was less enjoyable because I never got to wear what I wanted to wear. <laughs> yes, my mom was the same way. She always wanted oh, really? me to wear something pleasant. Yes. So I was born in New York. So when I was living in New York, I remember this was kindergarten. Yes, this is kindergarten. And my mom and I had discussed it and she wanted me to be Pocahontas. Okay. Yeah, originally. Yeah. So I was going with my babysitter. Well, my babysitter was supposed to take me to the store, but I don't know if she got lazy or whatever it was, but <laughs> she made her son take me to the like mall to go get, you know, my um Halloween costume okay. and he was like what do you want to be what are you gonna be for Halloween and I was like I'm gonna be Pocahontas and he was just like Pocahontas no don't you want to be something cool like the Power Rangers and then I was like yeah I want to be a Power Ranger and he was like which mm -hmm. one do you want to be and I was like I want to be the Pink Ranger and we went 
And the whole Pocahontas thing, like costume idea went straight out the window right after that. They ran out of the pink costume. I was so brokenhearted. So I ended up having to be the Yellow Ranger, which was just as fine. And then my mom found out and she was like, we agreed on you being Pocahontas. And then she was blown. She was totally blown. But I was just like, well, it's already late. Too late. I'm going to be the Yellow Ranger. Oh, that's so cute. Yeah. You, oh, you know what my mom did? I you, Okay, so around the time that I wanted to be a, a witch, you know what she did to me? If I can find the picture, I'll insert it. I don't mind showing it to the public. But she turned me into a pumpkin. I was a straight up pumpkin. I was like, are you serious right now? I was so embarrassed to go to school. I didn't even want to put the outfit because I thought it was embarrassing. Nobody else went as a pumpkin. I was just like, what the hell? I was so blown. Let me tell you what happened first grade. 100%. Like this really happened, Yasmin. Okay. My mom, this is when we moved to Maryland first. We moved to Maryland, I believe 97 or so. My mom waited extremely last minute to get my costume. I think she like got my oh, costume. Oh, I love I love those moments when us moms have to go to the store and it's like crap. It's only like two weeks. Never buy the costume two weeks before Halloween. Like you got to do it like from the very beginning. I agree. I've learned my my lesson. Yeah. So she did it like two or three days before like I was supposed to do my like school party for Halloween <laughs> so she um lets me um she makes me be a fairy but the costume was too tight and I was just really? like Mommy, this costume doesn't fit and she was like suck it in that's what when I first ever learned it was first grade when I learned suck it in so she's like you just gotta suck it in and I was like mommy you need to get one size up and she was like no 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 no, no. this is gonna fit if you suck it in it's gonna fit and I was just like mommy and she's like no this is what you're gonna wear and I was like okay she goes as long as you suck it in you'll be fine and I said okay so what and I went to Galway elementary school yeah so when I went to um Galway we were we they used to do this thing maybe they still do it I don't know they did like this little freaking parade. And during the parade, I had my teacher, Miss Sabella, and I'm going right behind her. And I guess maybe I wasn't sucking my stomach in. I didn't know where the skirt just went. And it fell down. And I was in my stockings with my underwear showing and everything. I panicked. I grabbed my skirt, covered myself with the skirt as best as I could, and got out of line and tiptoed ran all the way to the front of the line to my teacher. And I was just all like, my skirt came apart. My skirt came apart. <laughs> oh, and no. then, yeah, just imagine six-year-old Catherine going, my skirt, my skirt came apart. And my teacher is like, it's okay, because I was embarrassed. And I, I don't know if I cried or I almost cried. I really don't remember. Right. But I remember either my teacher taking me in the, the bathroom or another teacher taking me in the bathroom and dressing me up and everything. And they're like, it's okay, you're gonna be fine. And then 
the rest of the whole time I was wearing my jeans, but I was wearing the top of my fairy outfit. So I was like half a fairy. It was like, yes. I was like a modernized, like I really don't care fairy with jeans. I don't know. I was like ahead of my time with that outfit. But yeah, and then I told my mom and my mom was like, if you had stayed and kept it sucked in, <laughs> this wouldn't have happened. So I don't know. I love how of- she blamed you. I love how she- Basically, you, basically with the whole, I'm like, mm. <laughs> yes. And then I think about Halloween movies, like Hocus Pocus. Yes. And I've already told you this. Hocus Pocus is not a seasonal thing for me. I watch it anytime I can. Like, I love that movie. That is, it, it's so iconic. In the Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, that was the, you know what's funny as, okay, that was the very first movie that I've ever rented at Blockbuster. Really? Yes. I don't remember Blockbuster. Dang, that's a hot minute ago. Yeah. Like, I remember it was that and like um, the second one that we ended up renting was a, um, what was it? The Michael Jackson History. You know what Dang. I'm yeah, yeah, but I re- I'll never forget the first time I watched a Tim Burton movie. Like that was when I fell in love with this man. Like I love, I've always been so supportive of his like artwork and true same. I I just enjoy his like mind, his stories. Like oh, I'm such a huge fan. Like he was part of the reason why I started to keep uh, going, you know, started drawing and stuff like that when I was like younger. So, cause I admire this man. Oh, and then Edward Scissorhand. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I loved that film. Like I was obsessed. But another thing I love about Halloween is the candy. Who doesn't love candy? That's a daily thing for me. <laughs> What do you mean it's a daily thing? I get candy all the time. That's like, oh my gosh. Like, I remember in middle school, I had a friend, her name was Brittany. And, you know, she was a military brat because, you know, I went to school that was on a um, military base. And one, one year, this was, I think, yeah, this had to be 2005. I went with her trick or treating. Oh my gosh. I went trick or treating on base with all these military people who got money. Well, not all of them got money, but most of them had money in this neighborhood that I went to. Oh my goodness. I had a pillow bag, Yasmin, and that whole entire pillow bag was filled with pounds and pounds of candy. They legit had like king size candy, like regular size candy. These Uh people had money. They didn't give a crap. They didn't buy the fun size, Yasmin. They bought the king size. They were not cheap they were balling out on this candy and i was like yes did you um do you eat that do you eat at all no there was always a ritual with my parents and i really appreciate it because when i even did trick-or-treating with my friends like if i ever stepped over like with my friend Brittany when we were in high school um they they did the same policy me and whoever we would empty all our bags you know, with our candy. Then we would separate it and check if there was any tears or anything oh, yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah we would dump it in another bag to trash it. Even if there was a tiny tear, we weren't taking any chances to put it there. Then afterwards, 
we would go through it and take all the candies that we do not like and put it in the middle. And every uh-huh. single person would be like, oh, oh my gosh, you don't want the Whoppers? You're crazy. I'm taking all these Whoppers. And then I'm over here like, you don't want the Starburst? You better give my ass the Starburst. So yeah. we take it all. And then all the candy that we all in a group know that we don't want, one of us would take it to school the next day or whomever and give it out for free, you know? That, that was always the ritual with me and my brothers and I did it with friends too. You know, you know, I, it just hit me right now. One of my favorite memories when I was younger, cause when I moved to Maryland, cause I used to live in DC growing up and then I moved to Maryland in middle school. That was the last time I've ever trick or treated. After that, I didn't want to, I was just like always like every Halloween. Um, okay. Let me not sidetrack. Let me finish the story, but Okay, so on the last year, like, I think it was sixth grade, I was so trick-or-treating, and I remember um, there was this neighbor, I won't mention his name, but there is this neighbor that we have, and um, he, when you go trick-or-treating, you stop by his house, and you'll get candy, but he'll also tell you a story, so. That's creepy. How is that creepy? Like you said, he gives you candy and tells you a story. Why you're not? like, oh, and you don't know him, so it's like he's your neighbor. How do you not know oh, that? You well, usually okay, know neighbors. Okay. Uh, okay, all right, good to I'm sorry. Look, here's the thing: if you're giving me candy and you're telling me ghost stories or whatever it is, it's fun. I th- I thought it was fun. Well, the point is, okay, this neighbor of mine, so. He used to tell me a story, like he used to tell me and my brother a story. He does this every single year until one day he didn't. And I found out why, and I was so sad. Now, again, when you are young, you're so impressionable. You believe anything you hear, right? I don't know how old I was. I had to be like 12 when this happened, 12, 13. So he he used to tell me a story about a witch that used to fly over his house, right? And one day the witch kept, you know, one of these days, the witch ended up hitting the tree and the falling and she disappeared, but she left her broom up there. And ever since I'm trying to remember how he told the story. God, I, I wish I could remember, but it was on the lines of when that witch had hit the tree and left her broom every year, she comes back calling or looking for this broom, you know, because it's her, her magical broom. And then one day uh, I went trick-or-treating at his house. Um, my daughter was young at that point. So she had to be like three when we started trick-or-treating, three or four. And then I always go to his house because he always tells the same story. Now, by the time uh, we end up trick-or-treating at his house, this is years later, he ended up stopped telling the story. He just gave out candy. And I was just like, what happened to the broom in the tree? He was like, oh, the witch grabbed it and uh, she finally got the broom and she flew away. And I was just like, oh, interesting. And it wasn't until later in a different conversation I had with this guy that he was like, oh, the whole reason why the broom was in the tree is because they were trying to get a ball or something. The 
broom got stuck in the tree and they never bothered to take it down because the tree was so high and I was like you ruined the illusion that I had when I was a child like what I was a kid thinking there was an actual witch flying across this house and whacking herself on a tree left her broom and she was like like looking for a dog looking for her broom and I was just like you ruined the illusion and he was like oh yeah my bad but see this is what I'm saying that's actually fun it would be so cool if neighbors did stuff like that you you fill these kids in with these like cool stories it's like storytelling on halloween you get your kids you tell i have some um neighbors every year they do like a little miniature haunted house Mm -hmm. but you want to hear a wild halloween story this is when I was in high school I think maybe I was in 10th grade I believe in the Saturn or 11th I really believe it was 10th grade when it happened and we were going trick-or-treating because I was stuck I was a teenager stuck taking because I have two brothers you know Mm -hmm. taking the youngest one you know trick-or-treating so I'm like oh my god I'm here taking my six-year-old brother trick-or-treating and I'm over here, 16, I'm over this, ah, I'm an adult, you know, that crap. Yeah. So, me and my friends were with our siblings going around the neighborhood. We're in Maryland City. We were going, and this neighborhood we were going to go to next, we just, like, just felt something was wrong with this neighborhood. And I remember, like, half the group was like, what's wrong? And I remember me and the other half were just all like, I don't want to go down this street because it's just way too quiet. It kind of makes us feel uncomfortable. It's kind of sketchy in a way. And they're like, what makes you say that? They're like, we were like, I don't know. So we stood there and some random guy started walking down that street. And we were watching him walk down the street. Out of nowhere, these guys popped out and they jumped in for his candy. And we were all like, oh, shit. (laughs) And we just took the fuck off like we were just of running running and we were running and then re- and then i realized like i just hear somebody go Catherine, wait, <laughs> and i turn around and i realized my youngest brother as her at the very very back and i realized i was so scared i forgot about my little brother <laughs> I ran all the way to the back, you know, and grabbed my little brother as he's holding his bag of candy. So you have me, 16, running back. I grab my six-year-old brother. I've got my bag of candy in one hand. (laughs) He has his bag of candy being held as we're just running for our lives because we don't want to get jumped and robbed for our candy. Like, they just came out of nowhere like, oh, shit. Like... (laughs) This yeah, is like mid 2006. Like, oh my gosh. That always yeah. happens on a Disney Channel movie. Never in real life have I heard it. <laughs> oh my god, it was ratchet. <laughs> Get jump for your candy. Are there any other favorite like Halloween costumes you've ever done? I've always liked my witch costumes. No, I wish I could say yes, but I don't know. That's one thing, maybe because in my household, like we don't, you know, in El Salvador, we don't have like Halloween, you know, like in terms of like you wear your costume, you go trick or that like that's not a thing. So like when my mom came to America and she started dressing us up because I don't know, everybody else is doing it. We didn't really, I didn't, I never really like 
followed its tradition because again I normally wear whatever my mom said and then by the time you know uh like I think it was like seventh grade and over I just stopped wearing costumes I wasn't even into it even yeah even even after um what's it called in high school you know how they'll do like spirit week and stuff like that and then you'll yes I don't think I ever did that either. I did spirit week. Like, the only spirit actually week. the only one I participated in was when like you wear different clothing because everybody was doing it. So I was like, uh, like I'll wear whatever you know, like red shirt, blue socks, whatever. That, you know, you're mismatching everywhere. Like two different shoes, and your mom's looking at you like, "What are you doing, child?" <laughs> so like that was the only thing I participated. I don't think I actually. I don't even remember. I, I didn't take enough pictures in high school to even try and bother remember. I remember in 2001, this was like the year that um, Aaliyah and Lisa left eye Lopez. She was a member of TLC when they both passed away because they passed away the same year, I believe, like months apart. Or I think Lisa left eye Lopez. She passed away in 2002. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, they passed away, I think, like, six months from each other or something like that. Mm-hmm. But I remember uh, my friend at the time, Marie, we dressed, we did this, like, outfit together where we merged the two um, artists because we wanted to pay homage to them. Oh, so I wish I had pictures of those, but I don't. Had to, but we had um, camouflage pants with bla- the black belt. And then we had our black like sneakers to be like these fox combat boots. Then we had like a tank top that was camouflaged. And then we put the little like black um, mark under our our cheek for, you know, Lisa Left Eye Lopez. Mm -hmm. And then we had the bandana on to symbolize Aaliyah. And people are just so like, oh, what are you guys for Halloween? We just switch it up. I'd be like, she's Aaliyah. And then I'd be like, I'm left eye. Or we'd be like, she's left eye. I'd be like, we're paying homage to Aaliyah. Like, you know, it was really, really nice. Oh, that's so sweet. No, see. Sixth grade, I was a hippie. I was so into that. I was just so like, really? my name is see, I wish I was. See, I, I don't think I've ever was into Halloween. Like, I've always been into Halloween, but I think when Halloween comes around, I'm more into, like, the supernatural, like, it's time to play The Sims 3 and, like, you know, do the Halloween stuff, being a witch and everything like that. And then, oh, this is the story I was going to say earlier. So every Halloween, okay, do you remember when Ghost Hunters was, I don't know if they're still on TV, but, like, Ghost Hunters were on um, the sci-fi channel? Yeah, I actually do. Okay, so I would always tune in to watch their um, Halloween special. And, you know, one time they went to, like, what is it? The Queen, what's that ship? You know what I'm talking about? It's it's in, I think, in Long Beach or something like that. It's like Queen Mary or Queen. I'm actually not familiar. I feel bad. Oh, God. I think it's called the Queen Mary and it was haunted. So they did like a Halloween special on that. And then they went um, other places. Like, I think they went to like some asylum or I don't remember what it was. Like it was some something on the lines of that. And so I would always tune in for that. So I was just like, oh, I love that. Um, so when Halloween comes. <laughs> I 
just pulled my hair. <laughs> Sorry, my bad. <laughs> I don't know. Like my nail is broken right now. I don't know if you can see this. My nail. No, that's the nightmare broken. right then and there. Yeah, and so when I did this, I ended up getting caught in between that, and I'm like, crap, and I end up pulling my hair. Oh, that's great. What about Halloween? My parents were never the biggest fans of Halloween because they always associated Halloween with the devil. Oh, That's I right. remember that face. My mom did that the same thing too. Um, she's Catholic, and I'm just like, I, and I always just thought it was just a regular holiday. I was like, what do you mean the devil's birthday? I was like, is that is that said in the Bible? I don't know. <laughs> no, it's really not. And to be honest, why did they? It's think just, it was it's just devil- like a lot of stereotypes behind it. Oh, okay, because I don't think I've ever asked. You know what? After the podcast, I'm gonna ask my mom. Like, why did she think it was like the devil's birthday? Because <laughs> a lot, yeah, your parents weren't the only person that thought that way. I will say one of the things that like I like about you know Halloween, besides the movies, are the songs that come out every like Halloween, like "Cause This Is Batman." Oh yes, my favorite is the Monster Match. Yes, I was working in the lab late <laughs> one night. So like, I I can't I can't memorize the song. Yeah, but you, you know, at my job, I was when I was working, I heard a theme song, and you know, I was just hearing the, and I was like, the hell, and then I hear, and I'm like, the. <laughs> and they were playing the I think the Jason theme song it is oh the- I, I was like what is that's you- Jason right or is that yeah yeah, um, yeah yeah no it's Jason yeah that's Jason yeah they were playing the Jason theme song at my job you know what's funny and it- Mm-hmm. That movie never scared me as a child, but when uh Freddy see, that's out- demonic. That's how you know what. That didn't scare you. That's demonic. That terrified my ass. That's how you know. <laughs> I know. You know who did terrify my ass? Because I think it's possible. Because you know how I am with like dreams and stuff like that. Is um, what is it? Oh, uh, Freddy. Freddy Krueger. Yes. Freddy Krueger. Yes. He scared the no. crap out of me. Like th- he him, may be he's scarier sleep. than Jason. That's why I think Jason is gonna win. <laughs> <laughs> like when they did that movie, I didn't even. I oh, I don't. I saw, I saw some of it, but I didn't. I never really got into it. Like I didn't like it, but I always knew in my heart Freddie was gonna win that because I was like, they mm-hmm. killed Kelly Rowland. I was like, how dare y'all? <laughs> of course, they gotta kill the black somebody black in that movie. It wouldn't be a scary movie without killing somebody black in that movie. Every freaking movie, man. I just want a few movies where we survive. Is that too much to ask for in these scary movies, especially during Halloween? And then, of course, there's going to Six Flags. And you have you ever done, like, a um, a haunted house thing? You know what's funny? I'm not... I've never really been to one because I am shit scared. I get scared easily. So I don't like jump scares. Like, I get, like... I started having like a panic attack or anxiety. I was like, I can't do this. This is probably why whenever I get imposter in Among Us, I get so... (laughs) (laughs) Because I have to kill and I'm not a good liar. And so that like, I start shaking. I'm like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. So what I end up doing for other people is like, okay, I know I suck at killing people. 
So I'm going to just turn off light. You go kill like I'll sabotage stuff and you just do the work. Okay. I'll just help you do that. Okay. And then I'll vouch for you. But like, other than that, I, I can't. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's, um... that's why I won't do haunted house. Cause it scares the crap out of me. I don't want to be jump scared. Cause like, have you seen like those episodes? I know like, I'm going to bring her up anyways, but come on. She gave us enjoyable content at the same time. But like when Ellen, got her producer to go to the haunted house do you know what i'm talking about i've never seen that you've never seen it okay ellen used to like she would always send her um she will always send like the celebrity guest with her producer i forget his name but they'll go to the haunted house and he literally drops to the floor scared like at one point maybe he pissed his pants that's me okay like i can't i i freak out I can't do it. We interrupt your scheduled program to tell you about my wonderful sale with Salty Mermaid Swimwear. As per usual, you can get Salty Swimwear for the guy in your life, the girl in your life, or whoever you want to. And the best part is that a chunk of the money goes to charity. Tell Cat sent you, and the code is Salty15Cat. Again, it is Salty15Cat at SaltyMermaidSwimwear.com. We're back. Normally you say that, but I just wanted to say it for once. Say it whenever you want, cat. <laughs> Yay. But yes, the paranormal. Let's start off and say that I don't fuck with the paranormal at all. At all? How come? I'm black. And we don't do it. <laughs> and I'm African. We do not do it. Uh-uh, not today. Uh-uh. I do not go there. I'm not crazy. Oh my God. Did I ever tell you the one time? <gasps> Story time. Okay. So, all right. I've, uh, I've never really like gotten to messing with spirits or anything like that. But like, I remember when my grandma had passed away, you know, she would come to visit us at the house from time to time. And the reason why I say this, and I believe this, because A, she comes to my dream a lot. You know, we have conversations. And then the second is that um, me and my dad, I thought I was the only one, but my my dad would hear it too. I see your face. Don't do that to me. <laughs> right. I'm listening. <laughs> I'm not telling you the story to get, like, I will say this. You know, just so everybody knows, my house is clean, okay? There is no wandering spirits at this very moment. So <clears throat> I remember me, I would used to hear footsteps, especially in my parents' room. I would always hear somebody walking around. And um, I'm just like, oh, whatever. And usually I'm like in the living room, like watching TV. I'm like, oh, it's nothing, it's nothing. It's not till one day when I was watching TV, nobody was in the house and um, I don't think my brother was there. And so I remember hearing um, drawers opening upstairs and like the house is kind of like old, like you can hear through other rooms or in like, you can hear uh, people walking, uh, you know, above you and stuff like that. And so sometimes I can hear when my parents open the dresser, but mind you, nobody was at home, right? So I'm just like, huh, that's weird that's sus i don't know and so i was like you know i'm just gonna ignore it and i'm just gonna continue watching uh my tv show and then uh the next day i heard it again you know it's like the footsteps and then i heard like what sounds like a dresser just opening 
and I'm like, ah, oh, that's weird. Okay. And so I just go upstairs to my parents' room because it's the living room and right above me is uh, my parents' room. So I go ahead and go into my parents' room. I see that the dresser is open. And I was just like, oh, you know what? Like maybe my parents must've like left it open because they were in a rush to go to work or whatever. I close it. I go back downstairs and I'm watching TV again. And then um, I started hearing um, the footsteps again. And then I hear the dresser open. I shit you not. I go back upstairs because I was just like, this is weird. Unless like, I, we don't have any pets at the house too, by the way, we don't have any pets. And so I go upstairs and then I see that the dresser is open again. And I said, oh, fuck. <laughs> I closed it and I left it alone. And then I just watched my, my, my TV. Couple of days later, my brother, I know this was around the summertime because I know my brother was in El Salvador. My mom was working, I think, I don't know. I don't know where everybody was, but I just remember being at the house alone. And um, at the time uh, I was on the phone with my ex-boyfriend cause I remember I was grounded. <laughs> and so I used to have my ex-boyfriend. <laughs> I used to have him, like I used to call him on my phone cause they never took my phone away but they would take like my TV privileges away, right? So I would call him and I'd be like, look, I cannot miss an episode of, me, of my novella. Okay, so I would have him on the phone and he would, he was, <laughs> if this is not love at the time, I don't know what is, he would get the phone and he would leave the phone on the TV. <laughs> and so I would listen to my novellas on the TV because my, you know, my mom was like, you can't watch TV. I was like, all right, but I called my boyfriend, my ex-boyfriend up and I'm like, okay, put the phone on the TV because I can't miss this episode. I cannot miss <clears throat> this episode. I don't remember what novella it was. You know, something oh. me, I think it was. It was something like that. Well, the point is, I remember I had closed the door because I wasn't trying to get caught because I really wanted to watch my novella. <laughs> so I wasn't trying to get caught. And then I just remembered hearing footsteps uh, outside of, oh, I was in my brother's room. So that's downstairs next to the living room. So I was uh, listening to the novella on the phone and then I kept hearing footsteps uh, right, right there. I had locked the door, but next thing you know, I all I can remember is that the door knob was jiggling like somebody was trying to get into my room. I shit you not, like somebody was trying to get into my room. And I said, oh my God, it scared the crap out of me. And I was like, it cannot be my dad because my dad wouldn't do something like that. So I panicked. I immediately went underneath the covers and I was telling um, my ex at the time, I was like, yo, I think somebody's trying to get into my room. Can you please stay on the phone? Can you please? Because I thought it was a break-in at that point because I was like, I kept hearing pacing and all of a sudden you just hear the, the door just jiggling like somebody was trying to get in the room. Literally, I couldn't sleep that night. The next morning, I would, went up to my dad and I was like, uh, did you try to get into the room last night? Like, you know, just, just out of curiosity, were you trying to get in the room? My dad was like, no. And apparently my dad didn't even came home from work that night. And I was like, oh, I thought you were sleeping. He was like, no, when I got home, I went straight to sleep. I said, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> So my dad, I told my dad what happened that I kept hearing walking, pacing back and forth. 
and then the door like juggling like really hard like somebody was trying to get in so my dad checked around the house like he checked the windows nobody tried to break in like there was no sign of break in and i was just like oh my god that was like the scariest experience i've ever went through so after that then my dad started hearing the walking that i kept talking about my mom was just like oh it's just you and your brain your imagination you know it's always in that movie it's like nobody wants to believe the child when you hear somebody walking up and down the stairs you see nothing you see somebody in the mirror all of a sudden they're not there and then the parents are always like oh she's just a child she doesn't know when it and then when they start being thrown across the room I thought you, you know, I thought I was the crazy one. You the one <laughs> across the room. <laughs> now you believe me. <laughs> Needless to say, we blessed the house. Nothing's ever happened. So now moving on to, I guess, the Chase McCorder. So in all, you know, we're about to get serious and this is what's going on in Nigeria. The citizens are protesting against a organization of law enforcement called SARS, which stands oh, for... Oh, yeah, I saw that. It was going around. Um, yeah. yeah. SARS stands for um, Special Anti-Robbery Squad. Again, that's Special Anti-Robbery Squad. That's what SARS stands for. And they've been really taking advantage. That's kind of like the equivalent to, one, to you know, their police force. They've been um, active for 30 years. They're like a special task force. You have your police officers and you have them. Right. They're a special task force. This is who you call for the real, you know, stuff. They're supposed to be community-wide. But they have been taking advantage of their position for a very hot minute. They're attacking people on the streets randomly. They're raping people. Yes, they're mocking them and executing them. They're killing them randomly, just like they're doing intimidation. And these are innocent people. And when they're reporting it, people are shooting it down. Doesn't that sound familiar on what's going on here in the United States? But we don't have to get into that. But the people were so, they are so upset. They are rallying, they're in the streets, they're protesting. And they were successful enough that around October 10th, I'm sorry, October 11th of this month, they were able to um, abolish SARS, which should be a great step. But unfortunately, the people then that are protesting are saying that's not enough because there have been plenty of times they have been protesting about this. This right. has been an issue for a hot minute. The rest of the world is now getting hit to this issue now. They don't buy the whole SARS being abolished completely, even though it is abolished, they believe that they could come back again as a new thing. Mm. And it's kind of getting out of hand because just a few days ago, the people were in the streets protesting, going to, I think it's the Capitol, I apologize if it was wrong, and they were singing the national anthem. It was completely peaceful. They were singing right. the national anthem, holding hands, and the people in the streets, the SARS organization, shot without warning. Yeah, shot the crowd without warning, 10 wow. people died. Yeah, 10 people died in the process. And it was completely peaceful. They were just walking the streets, singing their national anthem, and they were shot. So now people are very, very angry. There, you know, there are certain areas where they don't have electricity. And of course, you know, celebrities like Drake, Rihanna, and Beyonce speaking out, even though this is not about Beyonce right now. Beyonce, um, 
you know, her camp had upset a few people because Beyonce had put out a statement in support of, you know, the movement that's going on in Nigeria and bringing awareness to it. But like typical people in Africa, people have this ignorant idea of Africa. Beyonce said something, the gist of like, we need to help people, especially the people that are like, you know, need help, that need food and shelter and supply. Please help and find out how you can donate. And you had some, you know, Afrobeat stars like Tiwa Savage, who was like the Beyonce of Africa out here. They're being subliminal, but polite about it, like sweetheart. This has nothing to do with people starving. Ain't nobody starving in Nigeria or anything. That's not what's going on. We're about, we're trying to fight the police. Like we're fighting this organization by our government. We're legit asking for democracy. Please don't make it seem like we're poor. We're just fighting about democracy. And for people who do not know, Nigeria is the most developed country in Africa. Yeah. Well, Western Africa. I mean, wouldn't that make sense if she, that that means she just heard what happened and then she just didn't really know what the actual yeah so was, that's so thinking, she spoke out of turn. Yes, you know, it was with good intentions, but it kind of like you know blew up, and of course, Miss Knowles had to come out and say, you know, at the end of the day, damn if we do, damn if we don't, which is true. Yeah. To be honest. Even if she did get it right, there would be somebody saying something negative. So it's understandable. So for anybody that is more interested, please get on the internet. Please find out how you can help if it's possible. We can see if we can go and find some resources, see if we can post it. But that's what's going on in Nigeria. Uh, if is we're there... able to, we'll definitely link up uh, any sources. Do you have any news? The only thing I had was... Uh... <laughs> Um, I'm actually been excited for this. It's been in talks for a while. Do you know any of the Uncharted series for the PlayStation? No. <sighs> okay. <laughs> well, for all my gaming fans, uh, gamer fans out there, uh, or people who are into gaming, it's just one of those games that it sucks. I didn't get to enjoy it until like years later. But apparently they're making a film adaptation and they were talking about making a film adaptation for a hot minute ago. Like I'm talking about years ago. So there's been like mixed reviews about who got casted for the role of Drake. And uh, let me show you a picture of the character right now. I can see why people are like. Yeah, what's wrong with him? He actually looks like a video game character. So now that I've shown you a picture of Drake, a lot of people were not happy. I think it's okay if they're doing a younger version of, of the guy Drake, but they costed, um, the, oh, costed, where, where did that came from? They casted uh, Tom Holland. The, the He's a great actor. Drake. Yeah. But I the love thing Tom is, Holland. I guess the thing is when you see a picture of like he you can clearly tell this guy is a little bit older and when you look at Tom uh Holland he looks like much younger and so oh whoops I'm, I'm, I'm confusing two actors Tom Holland is Spider-Man I'm thinking of Tom Hardy <laughs> oh My how did ass. you confuse that I know I know I'm a dumbass but yeah I, I like Tom Holland I'm still I'm sticking by it I don't love him I like him I like I love Tom Hardy. I like Tom Holland. This one put it out there. But yeah. And they finally and they finally released pictures of him too. And I'll insert it right here. But let me show you. 
This is what Tom Holland looks like right now. Interesting. Yeah, I I can see it. I can definitely see it if it's the younger version of um oh my bad. I can definitely see it if it's the younger version of Drake. Because I guess it, he's supposed to play like somebody much more mature and a lot of people, you know, I went over to Twitter and um, I'll insert some uh, tweets that I saw. A lot of people were hoping to see, um, I kind of see it and I see why this person tweeted it out. A lot of people were like, you should have chose Brandon Fraser, Fraser? Am I am I pronouncing his name cor correctly? Brandon Fraser. You know who I'm talking about, right? I who is in the Mummy and George of the Jungle? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I totally see him as George. Uh, sorry, <laughs> you said George. <laughs> I totally see him as Drake. I can totally see it. But they have um, Tom Holland and Mark Wahlberg. It, it's another character in there. So unless you know the. Uh, the franchise, Catherine. Yeah, but yeah, people like some were not happy that they casted Mark Wahlberg and Tom Holland. I have okay. The thing is, when you watch movies that are being adapted, like you cannot walk in with high hopes. Like whether you're adapting a book and a video game, you will always have a different experience. So it always gets tricky when you try to make a film, and then you can't satisfy everybody with the casting. I have, I'm going to be open-minded when it comes to this movie. I'm going to tell you that. So I am excited. The movie comes out in next year, in the summer of 2021. That's all I know. So watch out for that, the Uncharted series. Oh, I love it. And now our next segment, Damn Now That's Wild, where I find a wild story from around the world that actually happened. So you ready, Asin? Of course I'm ready. Okay, so this is a story that is from TikTok. So, um, really? From source... TikTok? This is yes, the first... <laughs> so the source that I got this from, uh -huh. the source is called inthenow.com, okay? Ooh. It's from inthenow.com. So it's a TikTok story that had happened just a couple of weeks ago. And Ooh, I wonder if I know the story. Huh? I wonder if I know the story. You know, yeah, there's so been a little drama behind the scenes. Yeah. Wow. It's about a TikTok um, star called Diamond Tester Kid. Have you ever heard of him? No. Okay, Diamond Tester Kid. And the reason why he's called Diamond Tester Kid is because he's like a 15 or 16 year old um, student in high school. Uh -huh. He was on the internet and he went on, I think maybe walmart.com or Amazon. Right. And he found a um, diamond tester, which tells you if your jewelry is real. He just bought it for 16 bucks out of four. Oh, I think I know. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So he's going. just like, okay. So he's just like walking into class and he decides to like, you know, just be funny with his teacher. And he goes, Miss T. And he records this and it's on his TikTok. I, I remember watching this. Okay. I know exactly what you're talking yes. about. Yeah. I've been so in for TikTok. So he goes up to his teacher and he's like, Miss T. Hey, I got this like little, um, you know, gadget that tells mm -hmm. you if your diamond ring is like, if your jewelry is real fake. How long have you been married? And she's like, you know, I've been married for like, I think she said six or five years or something like that. And he goes, do you think your diamond's real, Miss T? And Miss T goes, oh yeah, it better be. And she <laughs> is just like, putting her hand, remind me of you, Yasmin. So you would what? totally do this, Yasmin. So he scans her what? ring, her, engagement, her wedding ring. Yeah, he scans her wedding ring. Okay. And it comes up fake. 
and she's like, excuse me? And he goes, yep. Miss T, your wedding ring is fake. And she goes, no, it's not. Scan that again. So he scans the wedding ring and he goes, Miss T, your wedding ring isn't real. And she's just like, thank you so much. And he's like, oh, snap. So him being messy, he records his teacher and not, you know, just to see the aftermath. And his teacher gets on the phone with her husband and you hear her go, oh, is my wedding ring real? Is my wedding ring real? I got a student here that's got this gadget that tells whether your whether your jewelry is real, and he's telling me that my diamond wedding ring that I have is not real. So you tell me you got a fake real a ring, baby, baby, don't tell me to calm down. And he's like, oh snap. The whole series is him like testing out rings right. with his features and stuff, and recording their reactions. And people are in there saying, dude, you're messing up marriages. Dude, you need to stop. You're gonna, you're pissing off a lot of people and being hella messy. And some people are like, keep it going. This is freaking hilarious. And another thing that he did, like he did it with a few teachers and some teachers did come up positive. There's another teacher that was like, I got three wedding rings. I've had this in my family for like 30 years. All three of them came up as real diamonds and real topaz, whatever it was. And, you know, they're laughing. So there have been positive videos as much as there have been some funny negative videos. So for all those people sitting down, not to be messy right now, but if you're currently engaged or maybe you've had a wedding ring or engagement ring for a hot minute, you can go on Amazon or maybe Walmart or so. Maybe I'll, put, I'll post the article, maybe it'll say in there, because I don't remember where he got the gadget from. You, for only $16, can scan your wedding or engagement ring and find out if your man or your partner is lying and full of shit. So this applies to everyone, guys, girls, non-binary, everyone. So find out if your partner's full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a nice way of ending things. True, be like, tell them cats sent ya. And the code is salty15cat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah, that's fun. Yeah, Halloween. This is Halloween. This is Halloween. Candy, pumpkin, spice, and scares. Yeah. I don't even know if that's how it goes. <laughs> oh, no, no, I just made those lyrics up. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's been a hot minute. All, All right. right. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I enjoyed geeking out on Halloween. This Happy week. Halloween, y'all. Bye.